On Wednesday, I dropped an episode about packages that are mailed off during Christmas and this idea of where are all these packages, where's this mountain of packages going? And will those packages arrive at their destination? If you didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, go ahead and pause this and listen to that now because this is going to be an extension on that episode. Let's get started. Hey, this is Beandrine, formerly known as, oh, good Lord, we don't have time for that. This is My Self-Worth is a Size Zero, a podcast brought to you by Embolden Label. Here, you'll turn your negative inner dialogue into a goal-crushing identity. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you let someone see you from the inside out? That's what I thought. When I renamed this podcast to My Self-Worth is a Size Zero, it was after years of feeling like nobody wanted to see me from the inside out. And when I look back to that time where I felt that way so much, I also recognize that I wasn't willing to let someone see me from the inside out because my insides were so broken. I had so many negative beliefs about myself. I had been through so much chaos and conflict. I had come out of a really toxic relationship where I had been incessantly put down and told that I had no worth in this world. And I believed it because I loved the person who put me down. And so in some ways, I hung on every word that they handed me. And I made sure that I became my own bully, that I took on the responsibility of making myself feel like a dartboard because I certainly was a dartboard to them. And it's hard for me today to think about who I was and how little I thought of myself, how little I, how, how few things I liked about myself um, and how much I, I didn't even think that I could change or be different because I believed that I was worth being treated that way. I believed that I, um, I had no value. I had a broken belief system about somebody who was worth more that other people could see I was worth more, but I couldn't see it in myself at the time. And I was in, um, I was in a situation where I had a mentor who started really coaching me, started lifting me up out of that fog before I even recognized what his intentions were. And he and his wife really invested this time in me. I actually interviewed him here on the podcast just a few weeks ago. His name's Ed Beard and his wife's name is Janet McCracken. And without them, I really wonder where my self-worth would be today. I wonder if I would have still a self-worth that's a size zero. And so on uh, Wednesday's podcast episode, I gave you an exercise, and that exercise was to write a letter to who you will be a year from today. Write a letter to the person who has achieved what you are on a mission to achieve. And the reason I asked you to do this is because I did this. Um, my mentor, Ed Beard, had me do this um, back in 2019, and today I'm going to read you that letter. Now, I want to give you some context because during this season of my life, I was in a really nasty court battle with my children's father. And 
I quite literally couldn't see past the conflict. I didn't even realize how much my identity had been sacrificed and damaged um, due to years of struggle and years of emotional turmoil. Um, I had, it's hard for me to describe who I was at that time because I was physically so broken, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, I was just broken. I had, you know, if, if I could describe to you what it would feel like, um, the way my insides felt, I would describe it as um, comparable to being in a horrible car accident and feeling like I couldn't heal the injuries that I had experienced because the, there was so much broken, there was so much trauma. Um, and I'm sure there are people listening that just think that sounds very dramatic. But from the inside out, if you had flipped me quite literally inside out, you would have just seen a whole bunch of negative um, beliefs and negative labels that I had placed on myself. So Ed told me to write a letter to my children 10 years from this date. And so I'm going to read you that this letter today. And this is incredibly vulnerable for me, so I don't know what's going to come up, but um, this is this is what I wrote. So on five, uh, so May 6th of 2019, I said, um, Jackson and Alina, I recently told a friend of mine that I was missing you and Alina so much um, when you are at your dad's. And he encouraged me to start writing you both letters when I think of you. The first one I wrote was on a different sheet of paper, and I, and I wrote it as if it was 10 years from now. So this was written on 5-1-19 as if it were 5 one 2029. And my friend that had me write this letter really encouraged me to write it as if this conflict was resolved, as if my kids grew into who I hoped that they would become. So it says Bruce and Goose, which are nicknames I have for my kids. It says, I'm beaming with pride today, watching you two and your accomplishments. Jackson, you've challenged yourself beyond measure. And have found the thing in life that brings you joy and passion. I know that you will fly through your college career because you are pursuing something that you've loved since you were just two years old. Your ability to build and rebuild has astonished me your entire childhood. And I hope that you were inspired by my rebuilding that I did when you were just a young boy. I want you to know that all the work I did was to make your sister and you proud. Don't ever compare your achievements or journey with anyone else's. The most unhappy people are walking in a reality that is expected of them rather than what their own heart's desires are in life. I hope you both remember that perfection is never expected and I will always be proud of you even when you make mistakes. I know you are both eager to learn about yourselves and your lives. Love and respect yourself first and focus on your relationship with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is with pride, confidence, humility, knowledge, and compassion for yourself and others that will attract a wonderful, loyal loyal life partner to you. I will always be your mommy and you can always come home, but I know that you're both prepared to fly and make lives of your own. I'll always be here cheering you on. I know this stage of life can be scary, but I remember this 
some time in my life and this song inspired me to fly but also comforted me knowing that my mom and dad would still catch me when I fall. I will catch you anytime you fall. Love, Mommy. Um, and the song that I put on here was a song by Nickel Creek. This is an old song, and it's called When You Come Back Down. And um, if you are inspired to listen to this song, I think you'll really enjoy it. You can look it up on Spotify or Apple Music. Um, sorry for my tears. I didn't know. I mean, I think I knew that emotion was going to come up for me reading that. And it's really vulnerable to read that um, to you all who are listening, because at the time that I was going through this, I was terrified, truly terrified of who my kids would become um, in the midst of all this conflict, in the midst of their parents having so much discord and so much to fight over and I would find myself in the fight and then have to decide to let things go to make sure that I put my kids mental health first and I didn't always do that perfectly and I didn't always know how to do it but when I look back on this letter I can stand in this moment that I'm sharing with you for the first time I haven't read this since I wrote it and I can say that I have, I have honored my children. I have chosen them. I have fought for them. I have done what is right for them. And I have told them and taken ownership for the times where I've made mistakes. And because of all of that, because of who I built myself or rebuilt myself to be, I'm able to read this letter only three years later, three and a half years later, and see that my kids are already becoming that. I can see this letter actually taking place right now. They've already achieved some of this and they aren't graduating from high school yet. Um, for those of you who don't know my story, my kids are 9 and 11. So they've got quite a few years left to get to the point where they're graduating from high school. And so as I was reading this, I was both experiencing this rewarding feeling that um, that I got them there, that we got there together more quickly than I could have imagined. And that this, this letter, this me writing to who they would become, it worked. That's exactly who they've become. Um, you know, my son's confidence is just soaring. He's learning all kinds of new things. My daughter is such a strong communicator and such a, a unique and wise young woman. And, and that is, that is who I wrote this letter to. It's who they've become. And now I'm also overwhelmed with emotion that I get to write another one for who they will become five years from now. Um, and so I wanted to share this with you today um, after inviting you to take part in this exercise on Wednesday because I think it's really hard in a season of struggle, in a season of low self-worth or, um, or feeling like you're stuck and you don't know how you're going to get out, something as, as simple as writing yourself a letter um, or writing your kids a letter or your spouse a letter or whoever you need to write a letter to that you're in conflict with of, of what that relationship or what that person's going to be like 
a year from now or five years from now or 10 years from now. Um, something as simple as that of imagining how different it can be could be so powerful that you would then look back um, years later and see the contrast. And, and for me, it's a really stark contrast of who I was at that time and what I was going through at that time and how much of that has resolved because of the hard work I've put in. And so in Wednesday's episode, I asked you, where are you going? And the truth is you may not know right now, but you may know who you want to become. You may know um, what, what unstuck feels like or what not struggling feels like or looks like. And so um, hopefully this encourages you to write yourself that letter. If you are celebrating the holidays this week, um, make this a gift that you are doing for yourself. And, um, and if there's someone in your life that you're struggling with, maybe make this a gift for them that they're not going to actually receive from you until five years from now. And so write it to who they will be becoming um, in those next five years and what you want your relationship to grow into. Um, I hope that this was an honoring uh, podcast episode that you gained um, something from it. And I appreciate you listening to me blubber here on this on the show. Um, I don't do this very often. And it's not that I don't want to share vulnerably. It's that I'm I'm afraid that my emotions will be um, not helpful to you. But in this case, I feel like um, this is the best that I can give you over this subject. So if you are celebrating Christmas like we are here in my house, um, I hope you have a fantastic Christmas Eve tomorrow. And then on Sunday, um, on Christmas Day, I'm going to be dropping my 200th episode. And man, this is a big deal because I have started and stopped this podcast more than once. There have been so many days I've wanted to quit. There have been so many days that I've wanted to let go of chasing and pursuing who I was becoming because it came with so much hardship. And um, and it just, man, it took a lot out of me. And so to be reaching that 200th episode and over 25,000 downloads on the podcast it is a time to celebrate. And so Sunday, Christmas is going to be a gift to me that I can make that 200th episode. And I hope that you will join me in that celebration as you are spending time with family and friends and as you are dreaming and envisioning who you are becoming today and what that's going to look like to look back on um, as, as you really endure what it takes to become that person. And so I will see you here back on the podcast on Sunday. And um, I hope you have a fabulous holiday weekend.